Hey, we haven't done this in a minute. It has been uh, some time, yes. Oh my gosh. Oh geez. Um I got some drugs that I want to show you. What? <laughs> um they're called chill pills. Every beat a moment. This is what? <laughs> from this is from um the Playa Pharmacy. Uh, these, this was my, the larger pill bottle was my actual pill bottle. And then this is the one that was abandoned. Um, and what you do is I'm... you, <laughs> okay. What you do is, uh, you go to the pharmacy, you know, you check in, it's like right in the, in the middle of the two camps. So if you're going to cross, uh, if you're going to cross the river or the railroad tracks, rather, uh -huh. you're going to run into the pharmacy. It's the first I've ever heard of there being a pharmacy at one of these yeah. things. This is um so <laughs> I don't know if you can read the top of the of the thing. The top of it says, Do not eat this game. Do not eat this game. Do not game? eat this game. What? This this is the one of the pills. This is what does it say? I got a little pamphlet. Um <laughs> it is perplexa. You give it to somebody to take. When you have a question, a fundamental philosophical question that you'd like answered, you give them a perplexa and then they answer it because it's the pill. You, it's, you got to obey the pill. I also have a couple of. So can you hand me that pill? I feel like I need to understand. You're not going to eat it though, right? No, it said don't eat this game. Okay. So I, I'm going gonna, gonna to follow directions like a good boy. I nice. can't believe I caught Holy that. Holy shit. Nice catch. This is like a crafting bead. <laughs> That's a pill, Joe. This it's a pill that causes questions to be is... asked. Oh, it's a suppository. I see. <laughs> no, they didn't say anything about putting up the button. <laughs> uh, next year, I'm sure they will. There you go. I've, I've <laughs> tossed you. your crafting bead suppository back uh, to you here. This is uh, Palexa. Palexa. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you. This is not me for. Okay, I lost it. Oh, no. No, there oh, it is. No. Oh, there okay. Oh, it's a little heart. So, it's also a crafting bee. Gonna... <laughs> it's a suppository. Oh, no. That um, would be a terrible suppository. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to read directly like from Valentine's the Valentine's heart-shaped. Generates friendship on contact. Oh. Indicated to build long-lasting and uh, counteract loneliness. So you find someone that you think seems fun. Mm -hmm. You give them one of these. Mm -hmm. And they have to know what that means. <laughs> Or you can read the instructions. I mean, everybody's supposed to stop by the pharmacy, but um, you know, not everybody does. Uh, I mean, that's the American healthcare system in a nutshell. I'm not still putting off an EKG. What are you talking about? Welcome to Drazzled. The podcast <laughs> takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. Except. Except for <sighs> today and many other times. <laughs> we'll get to it. So we got a bit of a special episode for you. You see, after we introduce our podcast, which we've done. Oh, I'm Jack, just in case you were wondering. Uh, <laughs> and here to suffer alongside me, as always, is Joe. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we're, we're taking a weird adventure today, aren't we? 
Um, one well, that, you, well, you you took the weird took, adventure, right. and now you're taking us on a on on, on a weird retelling, right? Yes. Uh, so for reasons I'll get to, I decided to go to a Burning Man, a regional Burning Man called yes. Constellation Burn, and because I don't know how to stop working, while I was there, I <laughs> took be- mostly one minute clips, mostly mostly de- describing what's happening around me, how I'm <laughs> feeling, how others are feeling. It's a, if you don't know what Burning Man is, um, well, it is a and a festival of sorts, kind of a, a floating community. The traditional one, the big one, is known for being in the desert. Yes, but they do them all over the place. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like, um, we have two that I'm aware of here. I think there's a third one uh, he, by here. I mean Pennsylvania. Is um, it actually in Pennsylvania? I always forget if it's like just in Pennsylvania or if it's in a different state, like just over the border. There's there's one in Bedford. Okay. Um, I'm not sh- the one I went to is in West Virginia. I think there's another. That's one. what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So you go there. You have a camp, or you don't have a camp. Most people have a camp. Different people set up different things, different events. Um, it all culminates in the burning of the effigy. It can be a man. Ours it, wasn't. What was yours? Um, it, I, I know you sent you you had posted video of it, but I can't remember like what it actually was. Yes. Ours was more of an art piece, sort of a – and I will poorly describe it in the found audio, if you will. <laughs> uh, but it is – it reminded me of the Christmas ornaments you get where you light the candles and then the top spins because of the heat that rises. Right, right. Uh, it was like that, but with fireworks. Which is sweet. Yeah. That's really the best way I can describe it. Fire, make spin, go boom. <laughs> Fantastic. Since this is a lot of rowdy people, as you can imagine, there's a lot of drinking, some drugs, some fornication. I've I've always heard there's some fucking and some Um, some drugging. Not had by this fella. Uh, No, but really, I'm lonely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jack, I don't think Becca would approve. I'm sorry. Um, We'll get into what some of the individual camps did or did not do because <laughs> much like band time things run in, on burn time sure yeah <laughs> uh, which me being a person is always 15 minutes early because i'm a good theater child yes uh i'm like i'm ready and they're like oh we didn't get started setting up yet <laughs> do, do you need a hand i need this need hand? needs to happen on time can we can we, can we, can we get we a hand over here just <laughs> Running behind. Can we, can we set up lights? I set up lights. You got, we got cables. Oh my god! The parking area had massive, massive soul suckers. Just um, giant lights, giant you know for filming. Like, yeah. So it was like dark, very, very dark. We were on the top of a mountain in a field, surrounded by woods. Nate's running the parking area, and the soul suckers kick on. I'm like, ah, it's daytime again. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Um, Those things are impressive. Yeah. Good Lord. So uh, without further ado, uh, enjoy <laughs> the <laughs> fantabulous audio that was recorded at Burning Man. And Joe and I will be back after that. I know I enjoyed it. So I hope you all enjoy it just to, as much as I did. <laughs> it was enlightening to me as I don't remember certain portions of that <laughs> <laughs> trip. Um, all right. Enjoy you ki- crazy kids. We'll see you afterwards. Welcome to Drazzle, the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Jack Colbertson, and here to suffer alongside me from the future is Joe Nealis. Uh, insert 
Joe saying hello here now. Uh, usually, we talk about movies, uh, bad ones, and we fix them. That is the whole premise of the show, uh, except for today uh, and the next couple of days. I will be recording uh, little audio voice messages for Joe from Burning Man because I've thrown out the entire premise of the show, and Joe's a good friend and um, uh, is, is okay with me going on this journey. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Uh, so it is 2.34, um, the night before I head out, a bit of a kerfuffle fluck with the packing, but we've got to figure it out. All of my things will arrive and, uh, I've properly painted my fingernails, color, a shade of purple called perplexed, which is a little on the nose. Uh, and now I should probably sleep because I'm, I'm very tired and we'll have to wake up and uh, drive like four hours. We are currently uh, just about an hour away from Constellation. I am in the car with Sean and Steve. Steve, of the roadkill that we've driven over, driven past, witnessed with our eyes, which would you choose to make into, I don't know, a stew? Uh, I mean, venison, clearly. You gotta pick venison. I mean, it's the biggest, you know, it was the most opportunity uh, for, for deer-based roadkill. I mean, I, you know, I like branching out, but I don't know if I'm ready for uh, groundhog or, or raccoon-based. Uh, right. Well, you got to the kitchen, and the only thing Sean could find you was raccoon. How are you preparing that raccoon? Uh, raccoon, we gotta go, like, burgoo style, like, stewed, like... Uh, low and slow until it gets tender and falls apart, uh, you know, with some, some tomatoes, some like barbecue spices, some lima beans, some corn, like Brunswick stew style. Uh, Sean, would you eat that raccoon stew? Twice. Thank you. We are some number of minutes away, and uh, I wanted to know, in Sean's opinion, Sean, who's famously scared of scary movies, or doesn't enjoy them, maybe not scared, but doesn't enjoy them, um, which monster he feels would be the best hugger, give the best hugs? Uh, definitely Frankenstein's monster. I was also thinking Frankenstein's monster. Who do you think gives the worst hugs? Mm, Dracula. And why is that? Uh, he may not let go, and there's a limit. Mm. You need to let go eventually. Right, yeah, if it's, if it's, the hug doesn't end, it's not a hug, uh, it's a problem. Uh, I was thinking the creature, like the creature from the Black Lagoon, because he's kind of scaly and moist, but, uh, there's only one way to find out. I meant to record something a little earlier when we first got here, but we immediately started to set up camp. Um, it's about, you know, it's eight o'clock, almost on the dot right now. Uh, interesting vibes, as you might expect from, uh, you know, a Burning Man event. Um, pretty cool so far. Uh, nothing, everybody's just kind of setting up. Uh, I did see a tent that, man, I wish I could remember the, the name of it, but they uh, serve home-brewed beers. Uh, tomorrow they're gonna have mead. Uh, I've been drinking cold brew Jägermeister, um, like coffee and Jägermeister, and it is a fantastic combination. Uh, more, more to come uh, as I become less sober. I forgot to record my kind of initial impressions upon arrival. Uh, everyone's real relaxed and and cool. Uh, my concerns about 
having any social faux pas or making a total ass of myself or silly. It's Burning Man. You you can't really (laughs) out-ass yourself. Um, uh, Nonetheless, my terrible mood from yesterday has continued into today. Uh, Jägermeister's helping. Um, Had some really good conversations with friends, um, which is helping. But... uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's just like a um, real sour vibe in, in me personally. Just me. I am the sour vibe, not the event. <laughs> so I'm currently at Cenocilicophobia, uh, which is a camp that allows you to drink the brewed beer that I mentioned earlier. There was a woman, a person here, uh, that had a lizard attached to their crotch, um, which you were allowed to touch as long as you made a noise. And I went, ah! Joe, I'm pleased to report that the porta potties, of which there are many and vastly located, are quite clean. Uh, not only that, but they have hand wash stations, the foot operated sort. Um, they really put a lot of thought into the pissing here. Yeah. Joe, I've just had a conversation with a short redhead about how acid makes her fart, uh, specifically when she combines acid with nitrous something i don't feel is a good combination especially if it does make you fart uh she also said that acid makes her yawn to be thrown i'm also about to try mead from the camp that i mentioned earlier uh here we go joe i don't like mead (laughs) nope didn't like that at all Joe, I've made a terrible mistake. I um, was handed a name tag that says, hello, my name is. And me being who I am, I wrote, or I thought I wrote, shuddering chaos, uh, except for the O looked more like a D. So I, in fact, had labeled myself as shuddering Chad. I've survived my first night at Burning Man Constellation Edition. Although I am stuck minding the fire, uh, blowing into a metal tube that looks like the back end of a trumpet. It is effective, as far as I can tell. It is also fucking cold, and I've been told it will only get colder. So uh, it's up in the air as to whether or not I will survive the night. The rest of my camp is up at a, another camp called Dirt Gober, and um, they tricked me into not bringing a cooler, which I really appreciate. Joe, it's Jack. I lied about the last message being the last one for the night. Uh, I'm in my tent, and I think what needs to be said immediately is it is like 50 degrees outside, and it is fucking cold. Um, there is a rumor that it's going to get to be 40 or 30 degrees during this trip. I also feel like I should explain my feelings towards Dirt Go Burr. You see, they posted a bit of a meme about crayfish. Uh, The playa that we are burning on is something of a crayfish conservation site. And uh, there's a joke that like, you know, don't ruin the crayfish area. Uh, And they took it really far. And someone would say too far, saying that uh, coolers would not be allowed because they would disturb the crayfish habitat. And being that it is my first burn, I believe them. So my entire food stash for this long weekend is dry goods, which is fine, but I don't like being duped. 
Uh, I would say that my mood's improved a little bit from when I first arrived here. Not significantly, but it's definitely gotten better. I've appreciated being able to wander about and uh, do my own thing while also being a part of the group whenever I feel like it. The playa is not a, a huge area. You know, it's probably about the size of a, like a cornfield. Uh, it is fairly woodsy. Um, there's a really lovely creek behind us. I think it also should be uh, noted that some of the people that I've known in my default life, as I've heard it described, I need to reevaluate seeing them now in a more comfortable environment, meaning that they are in a more comfortable environment and are acting a little bit less anxiously. Uh, wish me luck. I will see you in the morning. Burning Man, day two. Against my better judgment, I've decided to survive the night. As you may know, sleeping bags are made out of a sleek material, one that doesn't like to hold on to blankets, and it sure didn't. Uh, despite nearly freezing to death, I was kept warm by my own farts. I would have liked to have slept in a little longer. It's currently about 8 o'clock, uh, as I'd gone to bed at about 2 o'clock. But there is a particular person in our camp whose laugh be heard from clear across the playa. Nevertheless, I did have a fine breakfast beside a ram with seven eyes and wires coming out of his neck. Joe, it's Jack. I, uh, I'm checking in. It's just about three o'clock in the afternoon. A little bit of space between my check-in this morning, but I desperately needed a nap before I ate somebody's face, which I was able to get. Uh, the nap, not the face. Uh, a bit of a, not an eventful afternoon, but you know, some fun was had. Uh, I'm currently on a, um, a leave no trace duty. Uh, so at, at Burns, you sign up for volunteer shifts of different jobs. Um, our friend, The Nate, as he is known at Burnland, uh, did a parking job. Um, a bunch of people are doing no trace, uh, which is, is picking up uh, moop. Um, which I cannot remember. It's an acronym, which I'm really bad at, uh, but it's something out of place. Um, meh, mm -hmm. Munitions, no? Uh, mulch, no? It's something M. It's, it's, it's definitely an M. I'm on the shift for four hours, which is fine. I, I did it early in the trip to get out of the way. Um, and, but here's the problem. Everyone's really clean. <laughs> I've, I've been uh, on Leave No Trace for about an hour and I found three things. And, and one of those I took out of somebody's hand. So um, it's fantastic, but I, I'm i really bored. Um, like I'm, I'm even going beyond my assigned area and I'm midfield, but I've been doing the whole field. So like, well done burners. Uh, I wanted to share some of the adventures I'd had while on my uh, work shift. Um, I stopped by the karaoke camp. I, oh God, I certainly did not partake, but I did view uh, somebody sang um, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Air Supply, I believe. And um, they just walked by and they're like, I was way too sober for that. They're fine. Um, they had a bit of a crackly voice, which I think actually added to the, uh, 
I don't know if you, you can hear that, but that's the karaoke camp. Uh, camp. Uh, there's a lot of uh, casual nudity here. Uh, I think I mentioned it last night with the streak, midnight streak camp. But in general, um, everybody's uh, pretty pretty okay with nudity. Uh, it's it's not sexualized. It's just like oh, you don't want to wear clothes. That's fine here. Uh, which I will be experiencing later tonight at the uh, Nude Girls story reading. Uh, they're re reading spooky stories, and I, I'm going to be there for that. My understanding is that I'm sort of in the calm before the storm. Yesterday was people loading in, coming in, loading in, uh, and then today people are setting up a camp. Uh, some people are having events, but mostly it's just people setting up for tonight when things really get started. Uh, I learned some invisible wand spinning, something I am not good at at all, but very much enjoyed. So I'm gonna, I think I might actually order one and, and play with it at home. Oh, we did have an incident with a camp stealing our coffin. Uh, so uh, Easy Bake Coven, one of the things they do, that's the camp I'm with, um, they have a coffin where you can, you know, take pictures, lie in it, whatever you want to do. Uh, but during the middle of the night, the camp across from us, uh, Jellyfish, was uh, gloriously intoxicated and swiped it and hit it. And one of our people from our camp uh, heard them <laughs> drunkenly dragging this thing, realizing that it's a coffin and it's heavy. Um, there's a reason why there's like eight people that carry, you know, for pallbearers. Uh, but, you know, we made peace with them today and everything's cool. I ate some of their wasabi peas. About halfway through my moop job, I uh, stopped in at Justice League Camp to get some delicious stir fry. I'm not a big steak person, but they cooked it really well. It was delicious. Uh, I, I kind of have an all-purpose drink food cup, which has like a, a constant layer of Jägermeister at the bottom of it. So it's some additional flavoring to the stir fry. I'm now on my way to nacho something camp uh, where they're going to do a talk about consent uh, and I'm interested to have, hear what they have to say. A couple of updates while I wait for uh, the consent talk to prepare. Um, the camp that is giving the talk is called Nacho Average Cuddles. Got to save a firefly from the inside of a porta potty and a honeybee from the inside of a sink. Important updates, Joe. Shut the fuck up. I have an update on the uh, Nacho Average Cuddles. Uh, pardon the goat. Uh, Nacho Average Cuddles um, Cuddle Puddle Consent Talk. Uh, it's been postponed till tomorrow. Um, got to talk to uh, Lord Henry, and they uh, invited me back after my shift's done, specifically saying that the Cuddle Puddle was meant for people who have terrible social anxiety. So, you know. I might qualify. I was curious to see if there was a movie that encapsulated the experience of Burn, and I have a bit of an answer here. Well, I would say uh, one of the Mad Max movies, but you know, like Thunderdome, you know, one of the good Mad Max movies. <laughs> what about Thunderdome specifically captures the vibe? There's this dome behind us. Mm. That no. is a dome. So the thing about Mad Max that would oh, kept 
vibe a little bit is the, the lawlessness of it, but it's like within a certain a certain limitation. I don't know how to describe that limitation. Obviously, we're not all, you know, after the gasoline right now. Also, a whole bunch of kids that are like in a cave and there's like a sacred kid and the kids who's got to band together and do their best to create a little society of goodness. There's a little society happening here. Little society. <laughs> so kind of a... Right at the end of it. Well... A, a, a self-built society outside the norm. With snacks. Oh. With snacks. <laughs> Joe, I'm about 20 minutes away from the end of my shift. Figure I'd give you a quick update. I, I, I don't know that I've said it uh, yet, but um, I was told that if there's any wardrobe costuming that I wanted to wear, uh, that this would be the best place to try it out because it's very non-judgmental, which is very true. Uh, so I've decided to wear a dress. Uh, it's black. It comes up to about my knee. I'm wearing it with a bunch of uh, jewelry and uh, a devil's mask. Uh, it is raining right now, which I'm not a fan of, but I am a little drunk on, again, Sino's delicious West Coast IPA, so I don't mind as much. Uh, I, I was having a pretty good time. I followed the Nate to a drum circle at Iguana Chill and Jam, along with Sean, who I've had some like great conversation with. Uh, I had an opportunity to, and I forget the name of the camp, but I had an opportunity to be witnessed a la uh, Mad Max Fury Road, <laughs> in which I slam a, a shot of Old Crow, which is probably my least favorite alcohol in the entire world. Fucking Old Crow. Uh, anyway, I did a, a maybe like three shots worth of that and then sprayed silver across my face. And uh, it's just nice. You, you feel welcome, part of the clan. Why do you do something stupid like that? Anyway, I'm getting pretty soggy here, so I'm gonna go watch Nate play, uh, and I'll check back in a bit. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difference between this burn and the main Burning Man? This is much, more, much more of a like a small town community vibe. The big burn is like all the things, all the time, 100% of the time, times 10. And this is more like cool stuff that your neighborhood is doing. So I am currently walking over to Namaste something something because uh, they're having a potato bar and I am excited for that. Uh, I've taken some pictures of the effigy which will be burned um, I think Saturday at midnight. Uh, I'm about probably a little tipsy at the moment. Uh, but I will up, uh, update you as things get kookier. It's about 8, 10 p.m. And though the rain seems to have slowed progress towards the inevitable party, things are back on track. I spent some time at Nacho Easy, not your average cuddles. Uh, it was really hard getting up because it, it was very warm there. And it is not warm anywhere else. Um, but uh, our own camp is having a, a mixer at 8.30 and I didn't want to miss that. So I am back out on the playa, uh, headed towards camp. My phone semi-recharged, full of potatoes. Uh, there's a potato bar down at Namaste. I think I mentioned that earlier. It's delicious. I went back for seconds. Had some more IPA from Sino and uh, yeah, there, there's a, a Libra party at a Love Lab later. It's a dance, dance camp. Uh, so everyone's really nice. Um, capitalism is dead here. Uh, it's if you want to give somebody something, you give it. And there's no expectation of reciprocating. 
Um, so uh, I will update you as the party goes on. Joe, I'm in a porta potty. My hands sticky with sugary liqueur. Steve and I are headed to a dance camp, either Dirt Go or a Love Lab. Uh, you might be able to hear them in the background. It's been a bit of a wild night, uh, a lot of adventuring. We just stopped by Justice League Bar again. Uh, so we're headed over to a dance group now, and hopefully we can give Steve a good time. Joe, I am currently at Love Lab. Uh, it is, if you cannot tell, a bit of a dance party. Um, there is uh, some very strong music happening, uh, punching you in the testicles. Um, people seem to be wearing clothes, but I don't know how long that will last. There also seems to be a side off, uh, a section off the side where people are uh, snuggling, cuddling. And, um, you know, it's it not normal in my scene, but I feel like I should probably experience the entirety of the burn. And that means uh, experiencing this. Um, I, I imagine that our audience and yourself are completely aware that I fucking hate dancing. Uh, but hey, man, uh, here, here I am. Day three, Burning Man. A little bit of a rough start. Maybe went a little hard last night. Uh, it's about two o'clock. I'm just now kind of like walking the plot. Um, there's a joust at two. I think we head up there. Uh, there's also a grilled cheese bar. Uh, we, we'll see. I'm gonna head up there. Do it better. Uh, I did hit the uh, food glory hole earlier. Got some hot dog. And uh, that's pretty much been it so far. Just slowly moseying about. Joe's been a relatively uh, uneventful day. Spent most of the time relaxing, uh, eating uh, tikka masala. Uh, little pouches, which are delicious. Uh, however, since today, tonight, right now, is the effigy burn. And since I am kind of just a little uh, slump following the last night's debauchery, uh, I have decided to take a handful of shrooms. And uh, we'll see how that goes. It's been about a decade since I've done that. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen after this, but uh, Joe, I love you and good luck hosting Razzle by yourself. Hey Joe, uh, it's about 11.30. Um, got to watch the effigy burn, um, which is cool. It had a bunch of fireworks hooked up to it. Uh, it, it you ever, I don't know if you've ever seen those, um, what are they? like Christmassy things like the heat makes the top of the thing spin around I don't know anyway they did that but fire and fireworks um, pretty pretty cool uh, then I got to watch some people get naked and dance around the fire watch a uh, clown girl juggle uh, fire and that is a kink that's been unlocked now uh, I'm walking up and down the playa it is fucking cold uh, really, really cold. Uh, for a while, the shrooms were kind of tricking me into not knowing how cold it is. Uh, but uh, and the the rest of us who have also shroomed it up, it was very subtle. Um, uh, I did have some fun in the 
porta potty. That sounds weird. Uh, I had um, I, I like walked away from the effigy burn, went into the porta potty, and I think the lack of stimuli actually allowed my brain to fill in the blanks with with the shroomage, uh, seeing some pretty almost like if if it was raining litter, uh, but very subtly. Uh, and I, I had this like wonderful moment of being connected with the universe and then I I heard the crowd going and I stepped outside and um, I was like what majestic things am I missing and I walked over to our friends and there was a almost uh, like a hangman looking thing with a cooler attached to the end of it uh, end of the rope and I was like what what is this and they're like they're burning a cooler. I'm like, yeah, I see that. And they're like, so you can have a cooler burn. And I was like, I, I quit. I quit. <laughs> my, my oneness with the universe has been severed immediately. Thank you, puns. So it's just about midnight. I uh, made the terrible mistake of using the restroom and therefore losing my spot in the cuddle puddle. Surprisingly quiet on the playa by comparison to yesterday. Uh, fairly calm. That's not to say it's not weird. Um, I did see a chicken dancing by itself in the middle of nowhere. I got a cup full of scotch and I'm trying to see what... Uh... Oh, hi. I, you know Joe Nealis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm recording a message for him right now. Do you have anything you want to say to him? Uh, hi, Joe. You would be having such a good time if you were here. I wish you were here. <laughs> yeah, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry about the chaos in that last one. There's actually quite a lot of people from Pittsburgh at this burn. Pittsburgh, DC, uh, Baltimore, but uh, ran in a melody. <laughs> but they are enjoying some acid and I'm too sober for that. So uh, I do want to go over and see what the effigy looks like now that it's like four hours since it caught. Um, it looked like, so the burn, um, there's, uh, it's separated by railroad tracks. And if you think of it like a U with the railroad tracks running down the middle, I'm at the top-ish corner of one of the U's. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, but if anytime you want to go to the other side of the U, you have to basically travel up and around it. So I can see the effigy uh, from across the way. Uh, and that is where I'm traveling to now. There's actually, like, there's a couple of very teensy ponds in the middle of the U-shape or around the, fuck me, none of this makes any sense. Uh, <laughs> I'll draw you a picture later. But it looks like it's it's kind of died out. I, I thought I saw some people juggling fire, um, but maybe they were just about done with it. Uh, it's also really, really cold. I know I've already said that, but the uh, uh, grass is a little crunchy. <laughs> a little nervous about how I'm supposed to sleep tonight because uh, that sleeping bag is not doing the trick. We've got about uh, 20 hotty hands, hot warmy, warmy hand things uh, on my body right now that are keeping me alive. It's strange that you, you'd think that being a burn and all that people would be up till the sun rose, but uh, I, I think people have kind of settled in. Um, I'm like, how am I still awake and everybody's asleep? Uh, sorry, there's a weird, creepy thing. Okay. 
there was a there's a mannequin over here, um, uh, and uh, his arms are backwards and his head's backwards, and it's it's utterly terrifying um, to see from afar. And that's why I was like, what am I even saying? There's a thing watching me. Um, but the fires, I'm at the effigy, or what was the effigy? It's a big, big pound of ash with one nub still aflame. And in the background, Abba. I've decided to travel to the other side of the playa, uh, the far end, um, to visit Love Lab, probably the last remnants of adventure at any given day. Got to spend some time at the embers of the effigy, uh, warming up by those, having a quiet moment. Um, there's a lot of self-reflecting done at the burn, but very little time to do it by yourself uh, or in the quiet. Uh, so it was nice to have a wide open field with me, a terrifying mannequin with gas mask on, its elbows bent to the sky, and a cup of scotch. But if Love Lab doesn't have anything going on, I think I will pack it in, maybe wake up early for pancakes and mimosas. I was intercepted on my way to Love Lab uh, by some people from my camp. We ended up going to an art installation called Midnight, uh, Nighttime Oasis, uh, which it is a really good night for looking at the stars. Uh, the moon is, it, it's crazy how bright it is. For, I had like fallen asleep for a minute and looked outside the tent. And I'm like, why is it already dawn? Uh, but Nighttime Oasis has a bunch of chairs slanted in a way that uh, allows you to look up at the sky. Uh, but I've separated from the group. Uh, they're going to go off adventure wherever they are going, and I'm going to see if Love Lab is still going. Uh, Joe, I've made it to Love Lab. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear what I'm saying. As you can probably tell, the party is, in fact, still very much coming on. Um, it's dead every other single camp. Um, the, the best of, of them having devolved into a pedal puddle. Uh, Love Lab is split into two tents. The left side being a series of inflatable mattresses sleeping upon them, the right being the uh, dance floor. I feel as though this is the kind of environment that is better navigated intoxicated than sober, which I currently am. Um, I'm slamming scotch, but it doesn't seem to be hooking. I don't know if there's a side effect of the shrooms, but uh, I'm going to just enjoy the literal vibration of music in my chest. I'm uh, just leaving Love Lab. I uh, ran to Steve as he was coming in, so I feel a little bad. Uh, but I'm... I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I got to hang out with uh, Bourbon, Bourbon Brigade, uh, who are our neighbors to the right. They are doing shots of Old Crow and then witnessing you a la Mad Max Fury Road. Um, I've been witnessed twice now, and I might be telling this story a second time. Who knows? Uh, all I know is I really, really hate Old Crow. Probably the worst bourbon ever made met a lovely gentleman uh, named Milton, 
um, great hugger. Uh, that's something that I, I don't know if I've mentioned or not, but uh, everyone, uh, you know, obviously very consent oriented. Normally when you meet somebody, they're like, hi, are you a hugger? You say yes or no, then you get a hug or you don't, and then they introduce you, it's lovely. And everyone's a, a very intentional hugger. Uh, you're getting like a nice, firm, warm hug. When I was young, I used to take my blankie and wrap it around me in such a way that it kind of created a uh, Lawrence of Arabia look, which, you know, would have been years before I knew what the hell that meant, but I just really liked the way it looked. I felt like it was like kind of like a cape, kind of like an Obi-Wan Kenobi type, and since it's at the, you know, Burning Man, nobody gives a fuck what you wear, and, it, and it's freezing. I took my uh, second unit <laughs> blankie, and I've, I've done so, and let me tell you, I'm so warm right now. I kind of want to just be able to dress like this all the time like oh i'm cold my pea coat's nice but let me just wrap this around me like lawrence of arabia um and be truly comfortable uh, also i've been wearing a tail the entire time which i didn't think was going to be the big shocker here i thought you know wearing a dress about was going to be the thing that people would be like nice dress or you know like notice nope nobody gives a single fuck uh the tail however so many compliments uh, this uh, black tail I bought uh, a couple, it was the first Halloween of the pandemic. We got a black a cat tail to go Salem the cat with Belinda as Sabrina. And I just was like, you know, I'll just grab this. It'll be fun. I was like, more costume pieces. Um, and I've worn it the entire time and people have really taken to it. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm gonna pack it in for the night. Maybe rejoin the cuddle puddle depending. And um, if not, just go, go to bed. I am high ripped. Oh dear. Sorry, uh, I believe I've mentioned the coffin before. Uh, it seems as though we've acquired a skeleton. Um, we already had a skeleton. This is a secondary skeleton. Huh, well, you look at that. Neat. So we've actually had the coffin, <laughs> a bit of a prankster about. Uh, we had the coffin swiped from us on our first night here, I think Thursday. <laughs> Jelly, I think I may have mentioned this. Jellyfish snuck over in the middle of the night, uh, very, very drunk, not secretive at all. And just like, hey, we're gonna move it. And then they wanted to go, and it's, you know, it's a legitimate coffin. So uh, I've actually since then moved it, and it is heavy as hell. And there's like four of these people, like, wasted trying to move this. So, like, let's just move behind the tent and give up. Um, and then today, somebody, uh, some camp, we haven't figured out who, but not jellyfish. They're like, we've been framed. And I think they were. Somebody snuck over and uh, took our coffin and moved it down to Sino, who uh, I saw it in their tent. And I was like, hey, is that ours? And they're like, yeah, we also just got back from the effigy burn. Um, and uh, what is your coffin doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. What is our coffin doing here? But the conversation didn't go near that smoothly because that, that was just about when I was the most fucked up on shrooms. So we moved back up here. Anyway, I'm gonna go figure out where this spare skeleton came from. Good morning. Uh, it is Burning Man day four. Um, <clears throat> it's about two o'clock. It is very quiet. The burn was last, the official burn was last night. So there's not a whole lot going on today. And even the events that are planned, uh, most people have moved out anyway, have, have uh, 
close out a shop. So I think I'm just gonna spend today relaxing. Uh, I feel surprisingly energetic given that I didn't go to bed till about five last night. There is the temple burn tonight. It's meant to be more of a somber, reflective event. Probably won't report in too much more till after that. Joe, it's Jack. Uh, it's about 6 p.m. The sun is setting and I'm going to walk the playa with Steve and Sean before it gets dark. Most of the camps have packed up. <laughs> the events that are described on the schedule are a goddamned lie. Uh, I'm gonna head down to Flake Town to see if I can get a grilled cheese. Had no luck with the food glory hole. Also didn't have any luck at uh, the camp that was going to turn books into boxes. Yeah, everyone's either packing and leaving or like emotionally <laughs> packing and leaving. Um, there was a, a camp, a Camp Matriarch, that was doing um, meditation. There's a tantric sex trained person. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I didn't know there was a training for that, but there is. And they were talking people through being familiar with their body and listening to what their body tells them. And God, after several days of dancing and drinking and partying, I imagine people are pretty sore. I know I am. Um, sleeping on the ground is awful on specifically my hips. Um, I'm curious to see what the party scene will look like tonight. Uh, I can still hear music in the distant distance. I think that's probably Dirt Gober, uh, who literally froze last night. A bunch of a bunch of guys passed out after some drugs, and when they woke up, they went over. They traveled up to Love Lab, which is the warmest camp since it's the Dancy Camp, and were brushing ice ice flakes off themselves. Um, and, and a little bit of snow, which is the complete opposite of today. I actually got a little sunburn um, walking up and down the playa. It's really lovely. I think it's probably gonna get really cold again. Not as cold as it did yesterday. Uh, not ice puddles uh, cold, but uh, we'll see. So I am at the temple, about 10 minutes out from it being lit. I didn't understand it before, the temple, but having gone a little closer to it and having allowed some time to for people to visit it there are markers nearby and like a bucket of, of sand uh, you can write things on the temple either wishes you want to send on or things you want to leave behind which would explain why this is a more somber event i left two messages one one uh, th something i need to let go but was very fuck you and something that i needed to send onward that was very i love you so i i've evened it out uh, I don't want to read anybody's specific messages, um, but they are very personal. There's probably about, mm, so far there's about 40 people gathered, but you know, it's burn time, so who knows how many people will show up. But uh, the other development is that uh, some 2CB has been procured, which is a psychedelic, which I might give a shot later. Uh, either way, the majority of our camp will be. Uh, so have that to experience in a bit. The uh, unfortunate worst development is gained a taste for spam. It's about nine o'clock. The temple is fully on fire now. Probably appropriately enough, it's burning much slower than the effigy did, giving people time to think about its meaning for them individually. The 
temple consists of two very large plywood triangles intersected with a tower of circles going up the middle, five rings specifically. The rings were the first slowly cook. When they gave, the corners fell in. I think that I'm going to head back to camp soon. I don't know that I particularly want to stay to either move past the perimeter, which is uh, something that happened last night with the effigy. Uh, once it seems like it's ablaze, but contained, the perimeter allows you to move in closer, which was very nice last night, being as cold as it was, and I imagine will be very nice tonight. Uh, however, this is a much larger thing to burn than the effigy. It's probably about the size, the height of a row house. Yeah, maybe a little less than that. Whereas the effigy was about the size of like a garage, like a one-car garage. But we'll see what the rest of the crew wants to do. A lot of our own personal camp has been packed up, so I'll be curious to see where we end up congregating. Well, it appears that the C2B, uh, 2CB, uh, is a dud, because uh, I feel nothing. Um, unless it is doing such a swell job that I'm speaking a different language right now, but I doubt it. Uh, so we are whew, back to being freezing again. Um, we've all combined our uh, camps, our, our tents into a single uh, mini village inside Sean's tent, huddling for warmth. Uh, also stopped by uh, Bourbon Brigade, uh, who are also, I think, Pittsburgh locals. Uh, I also got to try Malort, I didn't think it could be as bad as it was described as, but it, it, re it really is. It just continues to get worse the longer it, it, it's in your mouth and then it, you swallow and it just continues t to suck <laughs> and suck until you put something else in your mouth. But uh, I'll probably update in the morning, but I think uh reached the end of Burning Man. Morning, Joe. Recording my last message at Burning Man. Uh, we're about to head out. It is... 9.45, we're actually gonna get it here on time. Uh, initially, the loadout time for the entire camp was noon. But last night they came by and let everybody know they need to be out by 10. Uh, which you can imagine a bunch of people on drugs were not super thrilled about, but we were up on time. Those who were not awake or might be able to actually hear it, um, there is a uh, golf cart with a bugle and a, a megaphone going around waking up camps. But uh, yeah, Burning Man was a lot uh gave me a lot to think about um it's definitely more than just a you know four or five day party with drugs and booze and possibly sex and naked wieners i'm glad i came i'm glad i came with this group uh and i can't wait to uh digest all of this with you joe my good pal uh all right i will see you soon Welcome to Making a Martini, up, dry, and straight to the point. I am the host, Caleb Viggles, accompanied by my CFO, Scooter, who is my dog. And together, we are bringing you the podcast education you never knew you needed. Sometimes more than you get in our own country's actual education system. Do the children of today learn about sex, Shakespeare, and race in school? I mean, maybe, but I sure didn't, and look what happened to me. I started a podcast. And is this really what you want for your children? No, it's fucking not. 
But I can guarantee that the children in school today don't learn about the Alien franchise, why Grease 2 is better than Grease, and certainly not the joys of Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which you will learn here. And if you came here thinking this is going to be a podcast on how to make martinis and whatnot, well, you're almost right, because we are making cocktails. Cocktails for all occasions, including the classic dirty vodka martini, the pride teeny, and the bro knee, and more. Typically accompanied by a knowledgeable guest, or at least someone who I think is knowledgeable and entertaining. And hey, you might think so too. I mean, what more could anyone with a thirst for knowledge and a thirst for vodka-based drinks want in their life? So join me with our bi-weekly themed cocktail as we take on numerous practical and crazy topics, have a laugh, and get straight to the point. I'm practically drunk just thinking about it. Make sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and remember, please drink responsibly. Cheers. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed yourself. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that is a thing that we did, that I did. So that, that you did. You, um, that you and a great number of our friends and, uh, and acquaintances did. Yeah, yeah. I um, just want to spend a little bit of time now that it's been well, a week and a half, two weeks. It's been a couple weeks now, yeah. Uh, it's not, yeah. As of recording, this is, this is uh, October 22nd. So you've been back for like 10 days? Yeah, something like that. Just talk about what happened, maybe fill in some of the gaps, uh, <laughs> like the the Playa Pharmacy. Right, because you didn't mention the Playa Pharmacy in any of your messages, no, which no, no. I kind of wish you had, because that would have been a hell of a thing to listen like, to. There's so much that happened that, you know, I wanted to balance between stopping recording what had happened and just experiencing it. Sure, yeah, you want to be in the moment for yeah. as much as you possibly can. Like, it, it, I'm sure there weren't a whole bunch of other people actively recording their experiences and sending them back home to some jag. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, uh, which I'm amazed it, it actually sent. It, it yeah. was the middle of nowhere. I, I think I think there was some delay in some of them sending, but sure. yeah, I, like every single one sent without issue. Man, where do we start? I guess my impressions prior and then after. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Let's start there. Yeah, because I, because I, I, I still have my like, have me having never been to one, but mm-hmm. knowing a lot of people who have gone to them, because I know a lot. I know pretty much all the people that Jack went with, yeah. and my and largely because I know an ex or I have an ex who had been with those people yeah. and gone with those people for, for several years. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. talk about your your perception beforehand sure. and then we'll go to the how you feel after. So my perception prior was just images that I'd seen from Burning Man proper. Sure. Uh, a lot of um, goobers in cool clothing or no clothing. <laughs> Uh, there is a lot of nudity to my understanding, or at least some nudity. I would imagine probably more so in the desert environment. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, because it's cold. It was, you did mention being pretty damn cold. The first parts. night was, the first day and night was chilly. Mm-hmm. After that, it was fucking cold. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool because I got a nice sunburn. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's cold. Nothing to worry about here, you idiot. Uh, it's not like you're walking around in the open field sun for hours. Right. Uh, which, like, none of us really realized until. The people that I drove up with, we stopped at a sheets, which is always a delight. <laughs> it is always. Nice. We looked in the mirror and we're like, "Oh, we're burnt." <laughs> yep, <laughs> we we are quite red. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I was like, oh, it's just a party. It's just like a party turned up to 11. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned to you that as a as a youth, I would watch Wild on E uh, <laughs> on E Entertainment Channel. Yes, uh, I, I think you have mentioned that before. Which was just like, oh, let's just take a bunch of like party drugs and dance. And occasionally there's like some other adventuring happening. And then in between that, it was like Girls Gone Wild commercials. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, aged poorly at that exact moment and also much worse since then. Yes. But it's like seeing that, I was like, I want to go on adventures and have fun. Not even so much the the drinking and the booze uh, at that point. Just like, I want to have adventures beyond my normal boring life in like Altoona. Yes. And that was one of the reasons that childhood desire was one of the reasons that pushed me to eventually go to a burn. Okay. Because um, I didn't know it stemmed quite that far back for you. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've always wanted to, like, people are always like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to travel. I'm like, no, but I want to get into the guts. Yeah. Like, where's the weird shit? Yeah. You want you want to Bourdain this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've i told a number of people that I want to be like the Anthony Bourdain of perverts. It's <laughs> um, never not going to be a funny statement, but also like it's so fitting for you. Yeah. Like, it is... Yeah. Um, it's not even that I want to see like just the pervert shit. It's that. You want to go off the beaten path. I want to go off the beaten path. And because of my upbringing and. I say religious upbringing where it's like boobies and sex are bad. Then to me, the weirdest shit is boobies and sex, but weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think there might be a future episode, which we'll we'll talk about that in a minute, possibly going to one of Pittsburgh's local fuck clubs, Um, (laughs) possibly with friend of the podcast. Excellent. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so my initial, uh, idea was like oh it's just a bunch of people that are like partying up late up up late doing drugs and then sleeping in camping areas during the day uh and it's not not that sure but there are theme camps which is what i was a part of sure and there are art installations which also sometimes are also camps right that's part of the thing that i think most people don't know about the about these kind of events is that they are they're they are largely art installation focused, mm-hmm. but like for a lot of for a lot of people anyway. Like there, I mean, there are people who are there just to camp and have fun, but there are other people who are there with the intention of putting together an experience for people. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's a little bit of the Playa Pharmacy. We visited a little like, like I said, it was mostly field, but there's a little patch of woods off to the side that somebody like set up mirrors and like glowy shit. There's a lot of glowy shit. Yeah, at Burns, and it had like. The seven deadly sins and you're like looking in these mirrors and that are like etched with different symbols. Yeah. Uh, and meant to like reflect in them. There was another installation that they had like perfectly angled the chairs for stargazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I really, really, I nice. really, I really like that. Which. Also, yeah. no, if I know if I had been there, I probably would have ended up taking some mushrooms and that would have been perfect for me. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, being in a city, it's a little hard to see the stars. So it was really yeah. nice to kind of like lean back. It's always so satisfying. Yeah, I, I remember um, uh, our friend, our friend Trish. Uh, her family has a cabin out near a lake somewhere. I forget okay. where exactly, but uh, Becca and I went out there last summer, and the night sky was so clear oh, so nice. and so like so filled with stars. Like you could see parts of the fucking Milky Way. Yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, that, God, that's beautiful. the fucking best. I love being able to see that. And you never you never get that here because all the light pollution. No. Oh my God, no. I, well, I remember in uh, being a senior in high school, and at that point, I lived not on a farm, but like on a farm basically it was next yeah. it was right next to us yeah um 
And I would little emo sad Jack would go stand in the field and be like, I'm so small, but it's so pretty. <laughs> and then you hit play on your on your Walkman to right. play Helena one more time. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Death Cab then. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Um <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of art installations. There's a lot of dancing a lot of booze there's a lot of uh there's like little seminars there's a there's a whole schedule like i think i mentioned in the video or in the audio that i wanted to go to a a consent talk yeah uh, which as far as i'm aware didn't happen but also drugs um (laughs) i know nate went to a camp that did different yoga like de-stressing stuff they also did like the postcards for moms um (laughs) they write down for they were pretty cool there was somebody who just wanted to do tiny hats. So they got a grant to do a bunch of like tiny hats and little, stuff. Little hats. Little hats. A bunch of little hats. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> God, there's there's almost so much to talk about that's like, where do you start? Let's talk about food. Let's yeah, actually, yeah, let's talk about food because you did specifically bring up in your recordings the food glory hole. Oh my god! So uh, uh, I I know you talked about that a little bit, but I it, it, I need more details about what the fuck this was. Absolutely happy to talk about the food glory hole. Um, <laughs> it was one of the one the you know I had the hitchhiker's guide prior to going there. I love that that's what they call their yeah. their, their whole program. Um, yeah, and I'd gone through and like these are the ones I want to do. These are the ones I'm gonna go ahead and skip. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in here that I, being very naive, just a wee babe to Burning Man, was like, "Are they really going to do that?" No, no, <laughs> no. There Which was... we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but... So, being this is an audio medium, this doesn't make sense. But this is this is the cup that that you took you took with everywhere, you. everywhere. Yeah, just an enamel cup. But yeah, it's nicely so red, red and white speckled enamel cup that's covered in a bunch of stickers. Yeah, so something that a lot of the camps had is camp stickers. I know our friend Sean made the one for your camp, the yeah. Easy Bake Coven. Which is great. It's a little blue and pink microwave with <laughs> pentagrams on it. I also have one on here from Dirt Go Burr. <laughs> I don't... Dirt Go Burr is just such an amusing name to me. <laughs> um, Not to be confused with Castle Dirt. Castle Dirt. Or Castle Dirt Bag? Castle Dirt. Jesus. Okay, that sounds... Those are our pals. Those are um, basically (laughs) anybody who, like, the overflow went into that camp. Nice. (laughs) And then I do want to mention Bourbon Brigade for witnessing me twice. (laughs) Oh, right, yeah. There was some some, uh, 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 Mad Max Fury Road-esque shenanigans with the... Because I know I saw a picture of you with silver spray all over your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they were our neighbors to the right. And you could be witness. Great. They would pour too much old crow in your cup. Oh, you would slam it. Man. And then immediately you better have your eyes closed uh, and your mouth closed if you're not an insane person like me. Because <laughs> um, they're going to spray you with a silver cake spray. No, uh, no. Mouth open, man. Oh, I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I would do it. But like the number <laughs> of people that were did not expect that. I'm like, did we not all watch the same Did we movie? not see Fury Road? Like, do you not remember that? Because <laughs> The number of people that would, I mean, they're probably cringing because Old Crow's fucking disgusting. Old, I mean, Old Crow's rough. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do, there was one person at, I think Love Lab was the dance. Yeah, that camp. was the big dance one. Uh, the, the, the big music you're yeah, hearing in the background. Yeah. Some of those, some of those recordings. Um, Love Lab was a big one. Dirt Go Burr was the little, like, smaller localized <laughs> one. But at 
Love Lab Bourbon Brigade had taken over the bar. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so they witnessed witnessing people from they behind the bar, right? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> oh, people were, rules. you know, if there's a place that was like centralized drug taking, it was Love Lab. Yeah. So you'd have people like, oh, it's bourbon, and they're like, all right, well, we're gonna witness you, and they're like, okay, oh, and okay. they would just get their face covered, and <laughs> they're like, what's happening? Uh, oh god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love Lab, if you wanted to, like, just get the purest cut of Burning Man, you could t- probably just stayed at Love Lab the whole time. Nice. Because you had, like, nudity, you had bizarre costumes, you had dancing, you had music, you have drugs, you have alcohol. Mm-hmm. You had fucking people, they had a little, like, snuggle area, but people just were sleeping. Sure. Which, I I has to have been drug-induced, right? Like, there's no way you can sleep through that. Oh, no. Oh, well, I... You know, there's probably, like, one guy who's just like, oh, this is, like, home. Okay. They did look very comfortable. I, I believe that. So. I mean, when you're in, when you're in a, a place where you're letting your inhibitions down or, yeah. you know, go entirely, like, you're going to get either real uncomfortable or yeah. real comfortable. <laughs> it's just, it's one or the other. So two things before I forget about them. The first thing, there's a couple of camps that did booze. Two of them were like, oh, would you like to drink? We'd love to make that for you. And then the other two were like, brown or clear? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so goddamn hard about your first impression of mead. Oh, my you just, God. You, oh, I'm going to try mead for the first time. Joe, I don't like mead. It's just <laughs> uh, Went in my mouth, touched my tongue, immediately was rejected. Oh, God. Full body rejection. <laughs> Um, and oh. it might have been just like I've, I feel like I've had me before. I didn't have that strong a reaction, but uh, yeah, it, their, their IPA was great. Um, nice. Their I forget what the uh, but the, the camp that camp was Cenocilophobia. I want to say hmm. they're cool. They were one of the first ones that were open. Nice. <laughs> and then the other ones were like brown or clear, and I'm like just not brown. Just whatever, just not, just whatever you rum. want. Yeah. Um, Please don't kill me. Yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want to die here. <laughs> oh fuck! I forget what that can was called. Uh, they also did uh, naked women reading stories. Right. I remember you mentioning that, uh, which is fun. It was fun. Yeah. It, they weren't quite naked because it was fucking freezing. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine uh, uh, they stripped down as much as they felt comfortable doing. <laughs> well, they stripped down and then they were wearing like a fur coat. Okay. Sure. So it was like. Saucy reading. Okay, saucy is a good descriptor for yeah. that. Yeah, like I was wearing on the coldest day. I was wearing like five layers. Wow. I was I was wearing the pajamas that Scott had recommended, which were excellent. Yes, you did mention those. Those warmed you up right quick. Uh, and then I wore like a t shirt and a dress, and then another jacket, nice. and then uh, one of those poofy vests. Vests. <laughs> Over top of it. I think my favorite thing regarding the dress, aside from a, you fact you got the you got the chance to wear a dress yeah. in a comfortable, like ex, you know, uh, judgment free environment yeah. like that, uh, is that you went shopping for the dresses in between the <laughs> wedding ceremony and wedding reception uh, for two of the actors from yeah. American Curse. Um, uh, <laughs> gorgeous wedding, delightful to see those two. Yes, just love emanating from their every pore. Yeah. Uh, but that was the only time that I could go dress shopping with Belinda before the burn. Yep. So we went to the ceremony, stopped at Goodwill to buy some dresses, <laughs> try them on, and then went to the reception. Yes. Um, Which was fantastic. This is the day after I'm like kind of hungover from your birthday party. Because <laughs> Vince 
Vince yeah. brought oh, an excellent God. bottle of Irish whiskey, right? I think it was. It's called Writer's Tears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. I got so drunk that weekend. Like, between that, just drinking at the wedding, yeah. and then the uh, the day after the wedding, we had Writer's Group, and I yeah. we and we did brunch Writer's Group complete with mimosas. I had, oh, a bu- I had like nice. three or four mimosas. And then that evening, we went to my mom's for dinner with my family. <laughs> And I had a couple of beers there, and then, and, and then I hit a I hit a wall real hard. Oof. I was like, "We have to go home." <laughs> so we both drank quite a lot. Yeah, just different weekends. Okay. Yeah. Woof. To food. Food. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's that, that's there's so much to talk about. Yeah. I don't want this to be a two parter. No, no, it's not. This is not going to be a two parter. So it, you're camping. There's no electricity unless you bring the electricity with you. There was a mashed potato bar. Which amazing, is amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Just like tons of shit. I would spend a good deal of time there. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. They they also had a pizza night that I missed. Ooh. I mean that rules. You so like the reason you take your cup with you everywhere is people are gonna offer you something to eat or drink. Yeah. You need to have a cup. Yeah. Because they're not gonna provide the cups, they're not gonna provide the plates. Right. Um, Which is part of the ethos of the larger event. Yes. So there's the ten principles of Burning Man, which I'm not gonna go into. You can um, find them. You can, find you them. can Google those pretty easily. Um, one one of the big ones, though, is like nothing out of place and you leave no mm-hmm. trace of you being yeah, there. Yeah, no trace. Actual Burning Man has done a real fucking shitty job of lately, but that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, moop material out of place. Yes. I, I, when you when you brought that up in your recordings, like, oh, I know, I remember what this means. And I thought I thought it was matter out of place, but it, I was close. Yeah, it is matter. Yeah, you're right. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, which they did an excellent job. Yes. Of doing. Yeah, my understanding is the regional burns do a fantastic job of that kind of thing. So they yeah. really, because they genuinely care about the places they're, they, they're, that are hosting them. A lot of time it's private property. Yeah. That is allowing people to stay there. So uh, I got, th- this was all on, I think, Friday night. So it was like mm-hmm. really cold, really rainy, not freezing yet. Sure. But drinking a lot of booze from all the camps. Went and got mashed potato bar <laughs> in my cup. Went to Justice League bar. They're like, we're going to wash that cup before we put a delicious mixed drink in it. Thank you, yes, guys. Yes. I really appreciate that. They didn't have to, but I appreciate that. That was very nice. Yes. There was a ramen noodle, college college Ooh. ramen noodle. So one of the Little running. nostalgia hit there. Yeah. Uh, one of the running gags of this burn was the field. That area is a uh, crayfish, crawfish. Preserve. Preserve. Right? Yes. Um and certain camps really ran with that. Yeah, you got you got kind of trolled. Got you got you got duped a little bit. You got trolled out of bringing a fucking cooler. Yeah, because they're like, no coolers. It'll damage the habitat of the crayfish, which is That's not true at dumb. all. Um, I was just very worried about committing a, a faux pas. Yes, um, yeah, I understand. Uh, so I did not bring a cooler, which is fine. You had your dry goods. I had my dry goods. Yes, yeah. I did not go hungry. There was also yeah. so much food, which is awesome. I think it was Fuck-A-Duck Camp that offered the college ramen, and because of, thematically, they added shrimp to it. Okay. Saying that it was the shrimp, or the the crayfish that had been saved. Uh, (laughs) And, like, I'm not a big meat eater, but by, like, day three, I was so hungry for meat. Oh, really? It didn't matter what it was. Somebody brought a pallet of Spam. Oh my god, like, really? Yeah. Of of turkey spam. 
Interesting. I didn't know there was turkey spam. I, God damn it, I probably like four of them, like four whole cans myself. Jesus Christ. Like, I think it took a week off the end of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I didn't feel good about it because it's spam. And I felt worse because I'm like, I actually kind of like this. Fuck. (laughs) My understanding is spam is nowhere near as bad as people make it out to be. But I haven't had spam since I was like five. Um, let alone turkeys. I don't think I've ever actually had it, but uh, it's neither here nor there. Oh God. Uh, I forget who somebody had uh hot dog poke pokies for the fire and we put some yeah. spam on it. Oh, a little bit of char. Nice. <laughs> so good. That, yeah. I'd get down on that. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so this food glory hole, <laughs> we oh, still right, haven't talked yeah, the about food glory hole. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, uh, there's a, a, a bunch of, Porta potties, row of porta potties, and I was taking a morning dookie. Yes, and I was just like, <laughs> like what is happening out there? Like, somebody's, there was a couple of megaphones, but it's like, how do you like your glory hole? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Uh, so I went out, and there was a line of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you like your glory hole? Do you like it spicy? Do you like it sweet? <laughs> I'm like, uh. <laughs> I could eat. I could eat something. Let's let's do this. Uh, it had already kind of been revealed to me that it's it's always a hot dog. It's always a it's hot always dog. a hot dog. Okay. I mean that tracks. Right. Like, like right. it would have to be right. It would be weird if it was something else. Well, well, if you're going sweet, maybe a banana. But <laughs> oh god, can you imagine just like an unpeeled banana in your mouth? Uh, no, you get you, you know you bend down and you open your mouth and get a hot dog with a bun shoved in your mouth and. Then you put your condiments on it and go about your day. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, a wonderful array of, of toppings. Oh, yeah? Got to try some different spices. Got the, what's the green salsa type spice? Like relish? No, it's like for like a taco. It's like a verde. Oh, yeah, salsa verde. Yeah, yeah. they had like a spicier version of that, which is pretty yummy. Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple places they grilled cheeses. Uh, Meat? There was one place that was like, bring your bread, we'll bring the cheese. Um, That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which they were pretty cool about. It's like, if one person brings a loaf of bread, not everyone needs to bring a loaf. Uh, so I think Sean brought a loaf and we had some grilled cheese. Excellent. Yeah. A lot of food. That's, I'm surprised at, at the variety of foods, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I would not have expected the ramen experience uh, or the mashed potato bar. Like, the, the yeah. food glory hole sounds like the kind of ridiculous right, nonsense right, that right. would happen at a burn, but... But like the other stuff is like, wow, that's really like well planned out and yeah. like actually takes some resources and some uh some infrastructure to really like be able to do effectively. Yeah. Some people had full campers. Yeah. We didn't, we just had tents. Right, right, right. But there was one camp that their whole gimmick was hydration. They were the hydration station. Okay. Um well, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it they're one that shows up to like all the different burns. So like during the summer that would have been really helpful. Oh yeah. I had brought a gallon of water, one per day. And I brought a bunch of powdered Pedialyte uh, nice. things. That's, that was smart. Best idea I had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then because it was very blue, um, I wrote antifreeze on it. <laughs> <laughs> that and brilliant. Pe- and because it's a burn, people were concerned. Because, <laughs> you know... Things get eaten and drank that shouldn't be. Sure, sure. <clears throat> but also people got curious. 
<laughs> and it, there's a very like giving. Uh, so there's the ten principles, right? Yes. There's one of the big themes being like you need to be self sufficient. Like nobody needs to take care of you because that then you become what is referred to as a sparkle pony, which is very pretty and there to be pretty, but is completely incompetent and relies on other people to help them survive. Ah, gotcha. A sparkle pony. Um, <laughs> I did not want to be. A sparkle pony. No, you hate horses. I don't like horses. <laughs> Ponies are okay, but even still. They're um, just small horses. They're just small horses. <laughs> they still got the people teeth. <laughs> it's, they still walk on their fingernails. <laughs> uh, so people come up like, are you drinking with antifreeze? I'm like, yeah, you want some? And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, the correct response. If somebody right. actually asked, do you want some? Unless well, it's real antifreeze. And they're like, no, I'm calling an ambulance. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I what I did not know... Was at previous burns, there had been something, I think it was like sugar water or something. It looked exactly the same as my antifreeze. Oh. Except for the sugar water was like 98 proof alcohol. Oh, God. <laughs> just like. So, so wait, so were these, per- were these people then like disappointed that they weren't, that they were just getting Pedialyte? I, I got a couple people that were surprised. Some people were just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people that ask me beforehand, they're like, this is not either sugar water or antifreeze. I'm like, no, it's just, it's just Pedialyte. Or I would tell them like, enjoy this antifreeze. It's Pedialyte flavored. Uh, <laughs> that should have been a signal right away. Right. Which honestly, like if I, one of the things you, you kind of want to do at a burn is contribute in some way. Right. Right. To the, Cause it's basically a small community for the weekend. I might just make a bunch of antifreeze. Just hand it out. Just hand it out. Because uh, there's plenty of people that needed some extra hydration. No, oh, yeah, no, that that's a service um, right there. But hydration station had water, but it also had like lemons, cucumbers. I had never oh, tried. Fancy it up, yeah. Jalapeno water. Jalapeno. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fast, like, I'd never thought just of that. enough to be like a little spicy, but mostly just for flavor. All right. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of the more. Not even the most fantastical, just like some of the things that were there. Um, so, so you, you mentioned you mentioned that there were some things on the schedule that didn't actually yeah, happen. Yeah. So, what, can you give me a, some examples of these these kind of troll events? Oh, you mean listed? the coffee enema? That's one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I showed up for coffee enema. There was no coffee enema to be had. <laughs> I brought my own roast for this. <laughs> There was a roast station. Good. Yeah. I would hope so. Um, that was the first nudity I saw was this- At like, the coffee station? Yeah. I was- uh, There was a charge station. And I was down at the charge station. Sure. And I was like, not really awake, staring down the playa. And this like gorgeous woman emerges from a tent. And I'm like, this is not- You don't want to- you, you don't want to sexualize nudity there. Right, right. Followed by her very naked husband. And they started making coffee for everybody. And I was like, nice. Neat. Yeah. Because I, I probably known to everybody else except for me, but coffee crystals taste like shit. Yeah. No, um, coffee crystals are fucking awful. I That's what I brought. The section I'm drinking right now is the last of the coffee crystals. Oh, God. Um, I'm sorry. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, it's like the LaCroix of coffee. Like, That's a good way to look at it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it maybe has been told what coffee tastes like. <laughs> right. It's a whisper of coffee. So, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Coffee, coffee. Enema. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those two words you put together on a regular basis. 
<laughs> backtrack there a little bit. Uh, so that that didn't exist. I, yeah. There was also not, unfortunately, I don't believe there was a Morbius movie night. And that was the thing that upset me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of, the whole reason that Jack was sending me these voicemails is that we were going to do this neat found footage thing where I wake up and find all these files on my computer and they are voicemails of Jack Going to the burn and then experiencing Morbius while yeah. fucked out of his mind on whatever. And it never happened. <laughs> now, it, there's like a 0.01% chance that it did happen. And it just just the once slipped though. past. Because like the way it was billed in the in the every night at midnight, it was every yeah. night at midnight, yeah. like ma- master, masterpiece marathon or whatever. <laughs> just But if it did happen, it was while I was just like shmammered sh- 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 on everything and i was like me i probably hallucinated morbius <laughs> is probably what happened what 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 is your recollection of your morbius hallucinations jack uh i don't like it <laughs> um fuck i forget what the, that camp was that was showing different videos but most of the time when i was sober and walking by there they yeah. were just showing like different short films just stuff i would not stuff you would see it if you went to like a movie a film festival okay sure um included one so i did take shrooms while i was there nice and it was a very short trip because i had not planned ahead i got the like leftover shrooms okay very generous uh because it's they're still shrooms yeah so my my trip was shorter and less intense than the other times i've other time i tried shrooms okay yeah, so yeah, so so you didn't have like full on hallucinatory experience. Like you said, no. you had like maybe some heightened colors. And I had some stuff. heightened colors. I I think I mentioned in the audio that during the actual effigy burn, I I had to go pee. Yeah. Um. Went to the porta potty. Well, you recorded from the porta potty. I recorded if I correctly. That that was a different time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But I was like in the porta potty doing my business, and I started seeing some like light visuals, just like some like sprinkling of glitter. Oh, you did um, mention that in one of your recordings, I think. And yeah. I, I came out and I was like, oh, I had this like very brief moment of being one with the universe. And I went back over to my group that were still at the effigy. Uh, the effigy had burned and I saw what looked to be like if a hangman drawing. And at the end of the rope, instead of a man, it was a, a cooler and they were burning the cooler. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, they're burning the cooler. I'm like, I know. And they're like, it's so you can have a cooler burn. And I... <laughs> Was done. <laughs> my, my moment of being one with the universe. I can't cracked th- in yeah, half. Yeah, I can't think of anything to just pull you right back to fucking Earth faster than that <laughs> level of pun. So mad. <laughs> Fuck each and every one of you. <laughs> I'm going back to the porta potty. <laughs> me, me and me and Morbius hanging yeah. out in the porta potty watching the glitter. Uh, but after that, we went back towards the camp. Uh, I think Steve and I had stayed the longest at the, the actual burn burn. Yeah. Um, and when we were meandering back and we were both quite, um, shrimmed up, uh, and I passed the video, whatever the video camp was. The blockbuster. The blockbuster. (laughs) And I'm looking at their giant screen. It was, it was a projector and I see a bunch of Jerry Lewis's doing the thriller dance. (laughs) What? <laughs> I'm like, am I? I don't think I'm that messed up. What? Am... what? And I'm just staring at this. I would question screen. reality upon seeing that. Steve's using the the restroom behind me, and I was like, I don't know what this movie is. I don't know what this is. Steve, what is this? And he's like, 
hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I later did find what it was from, and it was a TV special from like the 80s by a comedian I'd never heard of. Who did different sketches, and that was one of the sketches. Was the dancing Jerry Lewis's? Yeah, yeah. He he was doing one of the sketches was like him as a bunch of Jerry Lewis's doing the Thriller dance. All right, it's just like like micro targeting a French audience or something. Like what's happening? Yes, what was like the early late eighties, early nineties? I think was the special, the TV special, and I I found the reference on like a fan site. Okay, uh, was it five? What was the Angel Fire or whatever the fuck it was? Oh man, yeah, that's that's going back. Yeah, I was like, I'm amazed this, this site's still filled, up, filled with but a bunch also... of eight bit sprites and <laughs> yeah, just... uh, fantastic font type. Um, <laughs> it was immediately after that that we were going past uh, Sino, and their tent flaps were down because if they were up, people just assumed they were open and went in right, to right, drink. Right. Um, and in like one of the slots of the tent flaps, like. It's a coffin. <laughs> that's our. How many people have coffins? Because we had, we had our coffin. Right. I know that's the whole one shtick. Of, one of the things that, that Easy Bake Coven has is a coffin for uh, for the eulogy of the living. If I'm yeah, not mistaken. yeah. 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 So we. I was, it's me and Steve. And I'm like, oh, let's poke inside to see if that's our coffin. Maybe some of our people are in there. And all of Sino are gathered around the coffin. And they're like, is this your coffin? And this is at the height of my trip, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve's also quite gone because yeah. he's had the good stuffs. And like, okay, well, do you need to you need it back? Because like, we don't know how it got here, and I all my decision making skills are gone. Uh huh. And Steve's oh, both are gone and is aware they're gone. So he's like, oh, find help. <laughs> 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 and I like go up to who seemed to be the leader of this group and I'm like because like Steve started to do like shroom talk where it's just yeah. word salad it's just nonsense and yeah. he, that before he like panicked and ran off yeah um, that sounds about right <laughs> and I am a little bit more with it than him because I've had the old stuff yeah 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 and I'm like listen shrooms <laughs> and they're like oh uh, okay I'm like do you want us to help you move it back and I'm like That'd yeah. be great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate uh, the help. So, like, there was only two moments of drama during the entire time, and that was ours. Was yeah, because the coffin got stolen twice. It got stolen twice. The first yeah. time it was like, you goons. <laughs> you you scamps. Yeah. The second time, because they had just moved it like ten feet behind our camp. Sure. That, it's a coffin. It's heavy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took all of Sino plus one shroomed boy myself to get it back to our our camp. Yeah. Uh, shortly after that, we learned that, um, Flake Town was another camp. They're, okay. they're one of the ones that did grilled cheese. Nice. Uh, they had a smaller cuddle puddle. Uh, there was like an inflatable pool with a bunch of like squish mellow stuffies well, in that's it. that's fun. Yeah. No, yeah. It, was, it was great. Um, whoever the trickster was had taken their pole, flipped it, spread all their shit all around. What? And like, that's rude. Yeah, uh, they were eventually found out post-burn, and kind uh, of like people were not happy. Yeah. Um, and his apology was not an apology. Oh, great. Yeah. One uh, of those guys. Until he got shredded apart. Yeah. Because 
I don't, I think I was trying to say this earlier. The 11th principle is consent. Yes. Especially at this regional burn. Like that's, that's, I don't know. It's taken very seriously. Yeah. Um, like, like sexually, interpersonally, yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, hi, like, nice to meet you. Are you a hugger? Yes. That kind of thing. No. My name is Potato Vomit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Wait, did they give you a playa name? I, I'm aware that like, people get nicknames bestowed upon them at these things sometimes. I wasn't given one. I did give myself, because Sean had a bunch of hello, my name is tags. Nice. So I gave myself a bone, which is how I ended up with shuddering chads, because <laughs> my O looked like a D. Um, <laughs> there was a bunch of other ones I gave myself. I just changed it every day so that people would look at it and be baffled, because it's too many letters for the brain. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, I met a couple people with names. Most of the people in my camp don't have one. I did meet a, a person named Pinecone, um, which I think is the like congealed energy of burning man in a single human body. Fantastic. Um, That's what I would want from somebody who goes by pine cone. Had their, their laugh sounded like if you're going down a, a steep hill on a razor scooter and kept trying to hit the brakes. That's very specific. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I can imagine a lot. <laughs> I can imagine that noise. Um, one of the events that I thought was a a troll, um, but turned out not to be, because I later saw it on, uh, I saw the video. Let's see if I can find it. Haircuts by Dell. Uh, oh, no, that feels like a thing that would be real. So in the description, it goes on about how Dell Lumens is like a renowned artist. Only, like, the way to get a haircut from them is you know, months and planning, but for this one hour, they're going to give haircuts at Burning Man. Neat. Um, I'd actually met Dell immediately upon entering the burn and the, the gate at the gate. Uh, they took our, our IDs just to make sure we are who we are. Uh, and then they rickrolled us. <laughs> Dell is a, a child. <laughs> Dell is, I'm going to guess like 11. Uh, Wait, like a literal child? Like a literal child. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I would not expect an actual child to be at this event. So it, it is technically a, open to families. Okay. Um, the It was weird when I did run into some children. Uh, so really like that. And they're also like, they're also very, uh, uh, what's the word? Extroverted. Like Dell had more personality and charisma than I'd ever had in my entire first 20 years of life. That's bonkers. Yeah. Like they huh. they gra- gathered our IDs and our information, brought it over to the person that was checking them off the list, and then came back over and said, "Like, do you want a song?" And yes, and and then they rickrolled us, uh, <laughs> like the full song, outstanding. Not not just like I I love this kid. Yeah, uh, I also ran into some kids when I did um eight bit per- perler. Ooh. Things. Oh, nice! Yeah, pretty, I, well, that's awesome. I, I was like a little, uh, I think it was just like a little tipsy at that point, but I was still like, oh, I'm around kids. I got to be a good boy. <laughs> uh, but it was, just, it was, a, it was a nice little break from the excitement. Just a, an hour to put a little Mothman together. Yeah, uh, and listen to the kids talk about how, like, yeah, I went to a burn. I'm not really like, I'm never really allowed to, to say this, but like, 
my temps my tents over on fuck it lane um (laughs) (laughs) and the the one little girl's like yeah my teacher asked where i was going i said i was going the burning man she was confused (laughs) camping you're going camping camping is the word um (laughs) i'm going to a drug rave (laughs) yeah uh She's like, no, no, no. It was a re- I'm helping with the food glory hole. What the <laughs> fuck, kid? It's right beside the coffee. Yet. <laughs> you ever watch Morbius um, at midnight? I haven't. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> uh, the, so the over by the the Playa Pharmacy, that was mm, they intentionally put the more kid friendly camps on that end. Sure, and sure. Then the far furthest other end was. Love Lab. Okay. Uh, that's so, a, that so feels like aware. A, a reasonable separation. Yeah. And, like, the the kids' stuff wasn't infantilizing. Good. Uh, Good. It's like, like, I wasn't looked at weird when I showed up and wanted to do, like, arts and crafts. Yeah. As you shouldn't be. Right. Whew. Good golly. Okay, I think <laughs> here's a good place to stop because I'd like to talk about the more, like, deeper in uh, – impact that burning man had yeah yeah let's yeah let's get into let's get into your uh your after event um feelings on the on the thing we'll, we'll close we'll close out with that so one of the reasons i wanted to to do this in general as well as some other things i want to try is i'm very i'm i'm i switch between being very bored with existence and being very disappointed this world that we live in is not the one i was promised which is fine but it's like so much shittier. <laughs> like, ah, oh, man, it's not a party, but like, no, it's hell. Yeah, you you think as a kid, you get the adults get to do whatever the hell they want, and it's just like, oh man, my life's gonna be great once I'm a grown up, and then, yeah, and then there's Nazis everywhere. And, I didn't really think that was, the, and then the we card did, was gonna be flipped. And yeah, and. And, and you have to pay taxes, and you get pulled over by cops for bullshit, and have to pay tickets for stuff. Just like and rampant racism, the ton of fucking racism. The the monies are not in your favor. Nope. The one thing that I I will say was true that was promised is you can eat ice cream whenever the fuck you want. That is true. That's the one. You can one. eat ice cream whenever the fuck you want. Are there consequences? Sure. For you specifically, but... yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everyone else. Whenever you want. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm also not quite on the trajectory that I would like with my creative endeavors. So writing, I, movie making, etc. Yeah, you know, I still have a incredibly monotonous day job that does doesn't pay super great yeah. and destroys my schedule and social life. And I've kind of reached a point where every day I say fuck it, <laughs> just like every day is a fuck it. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, what kind of adventures kind of wrangle out of this existence before um, it either gets blown to smithereens or I spontaneously combust? And one of those adventures that I've wanted to do since I've heard about it from the Nate mm-hmm. was go to a Burning Man, but also share my adventures with our audience of however many people. Sure. I think I think the, the, these events carry kind of a stigma, right? Yeah. Where people just assume that they are giant drug orgies, yeah. uh, where people wear satanic costumes and engage in bullshit rituals. I looked for that camp and, so and couldn't forth. find it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you did find all those goat statues, and I some did of them find did the have seven-eyed like, Luc- goat. Yeah, so, yeah, and some of them had like Luciferian shit hanging from their yeah, necks and whatnot. True. Which you know, that's fun. Uh, but it's also like people don't really know unless they unless they actually take the time to talk to right. and get to know the people who go to these things that they are like creative community driven positive events mm-hmm. meant to you know meant to help people grow and explore and come together like yes there are drugs and mayhem sure but there's also sanctuary so that when you get burnt out on drugs and mayhem you, you can you go can, and feel safe yeah you you can go take a nap and yeah. have some orange slices and feel good yeah uh and that's those are the adventures I want to have. Not the drugs and orange slices. Um, <laughs> I don't like the seeds. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, vitamin C from orange mm-hmm. juice uh, does it, it is supposed to uh, uh, help with your uh, with your your uh, your trip experience, particularly with mushrooms. To my understanding, the, um, the first time that I took mu- that I took mushrooms, mm-hmm. I uh, initiated it by throwing some emergency <laughs> into a can of PBR. <laughs> Oh, no. We called it a flu moon. <laughs> uh, is the trashiest thing that I think I've ever done in my life. And also, that trip was great. Just so I'm... I had a very good experience. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm following this correctly. So you called it a flu moon we... because the vitamin C was for flu, but also because you put an orange in a blue moon. Except the blue moon was a PBR. Except the blue moon yes. was a PBR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right, the, you, okay. you 100% nailed the the origin of the name, Yes. God damn it! Um, <laughs> my my one prior adventure with shrooms, I I um got a, like a quart of orange juice, and it was just nice to have that grounding. I don't know if it made the trip better or not, but it was nice to have like a grounding drink. Nice. Um, yeah. So, what does that mean for the podcast? I'm not quite sure yet. I would like to possibly in the future do. So we have we have our second unit episodes. Yeah, and this is now a, 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 an on location, on location. Yeah. as you'd mentioned, which I think is a very fun thing to explore. Uh, I, I do want to tie it a little closer to Durazzled proper. Yeah, I think that would make that would make some sense. And we and to be fair, we were trying to do that this time. It's just that the Morbius thing didn't happen. <laughs> Though, I, who knows, we might end up having to cover that fucking movie anyway. <laughs> when the actual Razzie Awards are given, I suspect that Morbius will at least be nominated. I highly suspect. Um, they, yeah, should really, well, they should put it into theaters a third time to try and make a real maybe push this, for this, it. This, we were just all busy that Yeah, we were all busy like, that we, weekend. We were busy that weekend. Give, give, come on, guys. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> fucking idiots. In the same way I was duped into not bringing a cooler, you, you were duped. <laughs> <laughs> into putting Morbius in theaters a second time. <laughs> oh, absolutely amazing. But I, we, we've we talked on here about having Caleb from Making a Martini go to yes. the, the bathhouse. Uh, right. So we could do an on location, maybe in the way that in the past we've done um, a Can We Be Friends. Yeah. Maybe doing a Can We Be Friends on location. Ooh, then once we've done that, we can go about being mayhem monsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Possibly finding somebody to go to the body shop and uh, can we be friends? Also, there's the Sibian. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I don't want the whole podcast to turn into that, obviously. Right. But uh, having that be like a, a sometimes food. 
Yeah, a little a little snack here yeah. and there amongst the uh, development hell and the uh, and then the, the and the the fixes and such. It it might be and this is more of like a nuts and bolts conversation for later, but it, it might be nice to think about having some on location audio equipment. <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind. Yes. Uh, because uh, phone audio is not the best thing in the world. It's not. You know, I'm glad that I did listen to some of the clips before the end. So I realized, oh, all that jewelry I'm wearing is obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize for those five or six clips where you can hear me jangle jangling. It's fine. But I enjoy doing this podcast. I want to do more with this podcast. I do like talking about movies. I do like fixing movies. I yeah. do like learning about what the fuck happened with the movies. Yeah. And while going on pervert adventures are not necessarily <laughs> film related, as I mentioned before, I wake up to a daily dose of fuck it. <laughs> All the time. And while it might be confusing to an audience member to tune into an on location and then follow up <laughs> the next week with, how are we going to fix Morbius? <laughs> Again, fuck it. When my intent changes from trying to A, make money, or B, gather followers to see I just want to find some kind of serotonin in this. Yes. Then I don't care anymore. That's not to say that I would not like to make money off of this. Sure. And quit my day job. That would be beautiful. have a following. But, you know, we're in our second year of doing this and we've, we've hit like a nice round number of between like 50 and 100 listens in the first month of an episode. Yeah, generally. Um, and trying to find a way to break out of that is miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's like like on the one hand, like I, w- I want to see it grow much much more. Yeah. And on the other hand, I don't want to kill myself and yeah. and ruin the fun of this cuz I love yeah. doing this. I love I love do I love talking with you about these things. I love learning all this stuff. I love editing this stuff. Yeah. And which I'm sure a bunch of other podcasters are like, you fucking what? It's, I <laughs> still don't understand one. why you enjoy editing. It, I, but I'm I glad actually, you do. I genuinely do. I don't understand <laughs> why. Uh, but yeah, like, like I don't want to force it to become this gigantic thing and then destroy my love for it in the process. Like, if it becomes a bigger thing, wonderful. Let's fucking embrace that. But not at the expense of our ability to do yeah. other things and get by and explore other things. Well, like the, the right way to do this would be to create a second podcast where right. we do strictly on location type stuff. So yeah. So you can, we can just lean in, lean into the, the right. uh, Bourdain pervertry. Right. But the amount of time and money and effort that would take to have an entire second podcast where we do that would ruin not only that, Podcasts fun, but, but, but also this probably one this one and our reg and our regular schedules. Correct. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's hopefully some stuff happening at work where my schedule will be a little bit more lenient. But even with that considered, having a, a full other podcast where I go on adventures <laughs> probably financially couldn't handle it. Yeah, um, yeah. So if anyone wants to get us some some uh, yeah. some remote recording equipment for Christmas, uh, that would be hey, fantastic. That'd be fucking um, great. But for now, and I think for the foreseeable future, I I enjoyed Burning Man. I've learned a lot about what I need to to work on personally. Nice. Um, one well, aside from that brief moment in the porta potty where I became one with the universe, <laughs> <laughs> there is also quite a bit of me realizing what I don't like about myself. Okay. Um, which uh, I didn't voice to my fellows 
fellow campers at the time because it, it wasn't like I was in danger of jumping into the fire. Sure, it sure, It was already sure. put out at that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to roll around in the ashes a little right. bit. God, that mannequin was terrifying. Jesus. Um, <laughs> just a pile of burning embers and a, ma- a mannequin with a gas mask on in the dark. No, I hate that. Uh, I absolutely hate that. <laughs> you can hear in the one audio clip where I suddenly become a cat, just like lowering myself <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> like, what is that over there? Um, but no, I, d- I went back to the, the camp and joined a cuddle puddle and was like, okay, I've learned this thing about myself. We're going to ha- be around some people I feel safe around. And I'm going to call my therapist back up. Yeah. Which I did. Which you did. Yeah. Uh, and I've, just before we're recording this, actually, she and I made like a plan for like, okay, well, these are the things you need to process. We're glad that you came to them literally organically. Yeah. Um, but going, having that knowledge in hand, I want to go forward and to not dislike myself for those things. Yes. Uh, and part uh, of that is having more adventures where I experience. I would say fucking weird, but also just like the fun parts of, of yeah. what the world has to offer instead of Nazis. Honestly. like <laughs> And having a person on our voting ballot that kills dogs. Like, God, fucking hell. Just, this is not the universe I was told about as a child, but also I don't think my parents could have predicted it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't think if my I don't think when my mom started watching and talking about Dr. Oz on Oprah that we yeah. that she ever saw coming him giving a speech in front of Hitler's car and realizing that he killed hundreds of puppies. Like fuck. He doesn't even live here. You shouldn't be able to run for office here if you don't live here. This is stupid. <laughs> we shouldn't even get to that part of the logic stream. It should have ended at he does what the puppies? But we just learned that recently. That's we true. knew the New Jersey shit. We did knew the New Jersey like that. shit just, first. He misspelled the name of the borough he fucking claims to live at. Fuck. Just. Yeah. So be- because of the world we live in, I would like to find the weird shit that's fun to do. Yeah. Um, if you have any suggestions, feel free to email us at the <laughs> email that Joe knows that I don't. At derazzledpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. We have a couple of ideas. We also are going to cover. Showgirls and Starship Troopers. And- yeah, we're going to get back to doing the normal thing yeah. that we do. Uh, we're gonna, first. I mean, first, I do want to acknowledge real quick because our our schedules got kind of fucky and yeah. whatnot. So spooky season got a little, a little, a little Elongated. away from us. So we are going to we are going to do a little bit of spooky. We're not going to do Friday the Thirteenth this year like we had initially planned. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to Matt and his wife on uh, their newborn baby, their uh, second kid, their second Kiddo. kid. I didn't realize it was our second kid. Yes. Uh, yeah. So congratulations on your second, uh, Mazel Tov. And, uh, and we'll get you next year. We'll get you next year. We'll do Friday the 13th next year. Uh, so instead, Jack and I are going to suffer through, uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy. I've already watched it. Jack's already watched it. And I, he, I already know how stupid he felt it was. I have yet to watch it, but we're going to, we're going to get there. That will be our spooky season offering for, I guess it'll be the start of November at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, we did say we were extending spooky season into November. So that's, we'll yeah, do that. that. That's what we're going to get. Then we have Verhoeven month. Uh, then we're going to jump into Verhoeven month where we're going to be talking about Starship Troopers and satire in mm-hmm. film. And then we're going to talk in depth, uh, do a full episode on Showgirls. Our traditional style. Yes. We're going to. Getting back it. to an actual Razzie winner for mm-hmm. Razzie winner for worst picture <sighs> with Showgirls. So, uh, yeah, that, that will help round us out into December, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So, uh, look forward to all of that. 
Yeah. And of course, if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at DeRazzledPod, on Instagram at DeRazzled underscore podcast, Facebook at DeRazzled Podcast, and uh, TikTok at, I think, also DeRazzled Podcast. Yeah, I changed it. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting if it's DeRazzled Podcast or DeRazzled underscore podcast. You'll see our fucking logo. Yeah. You'll know it's the one. Yeah. It's just not Dullboy underscore Jack anymore. Correct. So, yeah, uh, please rate and review us everywhere that you, fi- that you find podcasts. Uh, Thank you to just – I don't have a specific poll for right now, but thank you to everyone who has been reviewing us uh, and uh, keeping us up in those search rankings and whatnot. We really – it really means the world to us. You guys are you guys are too good to us, and we hope to continue giving you uh, things that we hope are too good or maybe too stupid uh, to put into your ears. <laughs> we have some great collaborations coming up as well. Yes. We'll get into that. Yes, uh, yeah. Well, we just had our uh, uh, James Cameron episode of uh, of the Jacked Up Review podcast come out. Check that out. Uh, it was what like nine damn podcasts that were a part of that yeah, one. And it, it was, was still like a really fun, like fast paced discussion about everything James Cameron. We did another episode with them that we recorded mm-hmm. about uh, Denis Villeneuve uh, mm-hmm. just recently. We're going to be doing something with the Esoterica Cinema podcast in the coming months. Yep. Uh, just all sorts of stuff lined up. So yeah, keep an eye out for us. We're, uh, as 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 horrible as real life can be, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to keep on trucking along here. Just remember to wake up every morning and say "fuck it." Just do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you if want. If it doesn't hurt anybody and everyone's consenting, fuck it. <laughs> oh, I mean razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs>